Hi everyone. Um, I haven't been on here in a while because I've been delving a bit deeper into my inner work and also like going to the beach a lot because it's been nice and hot in Melbourne. Um, but what I have been, um, what's been coming up a lot lately is um, creativity and accessing creativity. So I've um, spoken to quite a few people about this and I feel like depending on which walk of life life you've taken, there's many ways to access your creativity. Um, And I know like I've chosen one way, but that's definitely not the only way. So yeah, it's been really interesting getting different people's perspectives on this topic. And It's such an interesting phenomenon, creativity, because often we don't know how it occurs. Like we we get inspired by something or, you know, we might be doing something and then all of a sudden an idea pops into our head um, and it's quite a wacky idea or, you know, it can be something really out of the box and uh, it can be quite a surprise and you know, often we can get shamed also for our creativity because, um, you know, we come up with an idea that's quite crazy and even though it's, um, it's, it could be an amazing idea, you, you share this with friends or family and they're like, wow, you're crazy or, um, oh, that, that, that never worked, that would never work or, um, oh, that's too much money. So it's like, their thought patterns come back onto your idea and then all of a sudden your idea if you've sought validation from family or friends for the idea then you just kind of forget about it but often it's these ideas that um that come to us in um in funny ways that's actually a sign or um a a path that we should take And so that's kind of like the first thing that I wanted to talk about was, um, yeah, like when a creative idea comes, um, I guess the cultivation of that idea. Um, And so a lot of that initial, initial work around the idea is, I guess, to do with um, whether it's aligned with your your purpose or your passions of some, if you think of, like I have really crazy ideas. I'll be like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if there was like an app that you could um, like, uh, oh, what would be, what's one of my ideas? Um, oh, well, I had this idea that, like restaurants at the end of a day could um like package all their food up and then they could sell it at the end of the day um at a cheaper price and it could be delivered but I had this idea ages ago and it actually became a thing in London where someone had created that and it was an app that they were delivering food that was left over from restaurants to people Um, and so that's become quite a big like phenomenon but the thing is even though that was one of my ideas it wasn't really aligned with 
the my purpose or my passion at the time so you know I was teaching Pilates and I was really in movement therapy so and you know people do change careers and they have an idea and then and then they um run with that idea but it's like and that's because the idea is related to their passion or their purpose so it's like you know their career they might be like an accountant but all of a sudden they have an idea that they're gonna like buy a van and start selling hot dogs at some festival and actually their passion is like hot dog eating competitions and it's really aligned with their purpose so it's like yeah like I I feel like I've got, I get so many ideas so many wacky ideas and I think it's really good number one to acknowledge that um that you're grateful for ideas coming because the more you accept your creativity the more it starts to um the more confident you get and like I feel like the other thing is when you have an idea you got to be really careful with who you talk to about the idea so it's like because if you know that someone's going to give you a negative view or they're, you know, negative Nancy, then don't talk to them about the idea because it's just going to get shunned and then you're going to lose your motivation. So my best friends are really positive. So one of the ways that I, one of the reasons really why I started Tantra and got the motivation to book the retreat and keep going was that every time I knew to call her. So when I really needed someone to um be a bit more of my cheerleader I knew okay I'll call Lauren because you know I knew what I needed to hear was that go do it you can do it don't worry about the money if it feels real if if it feels like a yes in your body then do it and so I feel like that second thing is like yeah like reach out only to people that you know are, are going to either give you positive reinforcement or are going to remain present and just hold hold space for you to talk without giving their opinion um so yeah like and and I mean if if an idea is aligned with your passion and um and it feels like the right time then there's no reason in not pursuing it even even in a small step so even by you know taking a workshop in something or um upskilling yourself in a certain um skill that you need to fulfill the idea so often what happens is we get we have this big goal and it's like you know um i want to i want to be a pilot and it feels like such a far away idea um that we um just say no 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 it's too hard but it's like what about if you didn't worry about the end goal but you just took baby steps towards it so you know you might do a you might start read buy a book on on um flying or or take a couple of lessons um in a helicopter or go for a um go for a you know like a joy flight around or you know go skydiving or uh paragliding or something to do with flying where you can start to kind of get the universe involved with your passion maybe join a group that goes skydiving every 2 months or a flying group or um even like rock climbing like i know that's really crazy like crazy ideas coming to me during the podcast but i mean you're in the air you're climbing 
you know, going out into nature and hiking, I mean, getting out into, like, doing things. So, let's say you want to become a pilot. It's like, why do you want to become a pilot? Like, what are the what are the facets that you like? It might be that you're in the air, um, you're in you're in the sky, it feels like you're you can meditate or not meditate actually because you need to be flying. But yeah, you really feel like you're in the moment and you're in nature. So it's like taking one or two of those reasons as to why you like flying and putting it and starting the bowl rolling. So if you think, oh yeah, like I want to be a pilot because I want to be um, up in the sky. It's like, yeah, like go hot air ballooning or because you don't know. It's like, we all want to know the end result. Like we all want to know, okay, I'm going to do this course and I'm going to become a pilot. But it's like, actually, you don't know the baby steps, how the universe is like creating that, um, how all the pieces are going to come together. So it's not your job to know the how. Um, and I learnt, I've learned this a few times. It's your job to just take the next step. So it's like, what's the next step? What's the next step? And it might even be just creating like a vision board of your passion or just different pictures. Even if you don't know what your passion is yet, like just putting different pictures, things of what you love. So it's like, for example, on my vision board, um, I've got, like a picture that says road tripping Australia and for ages I was like oh how am I gonna like fulfill this vision like straight away but what's happened recently is I've had access to mum's car and I've been road tripping up to Janjuk and I'm like perfect that's like fulfilling my need to get out of Melbourne and then I've got another picture um or another thing that says badass queen lady boss um, you know, to remind me to be in my power. And then all of a sudden I've been working on my boundaries and expression and stepping into my queen and my power more. And so it's like just having different things that um, that ignite your creativity or that ignite your passion is really helpful. Um, and then I've got this like little postcard that is of a man sitting in meditation holding a lotus flower which you know inspires me to sit in nature and meditation and to cultivate my masculine and then next to it I've got this beautiful woman um, who looks like she's coming out of the ocean and meeting a lotus flower and that's that's kind of the remembering of the feminine and um, the the ocean and how the feminine inside us is like our emotions and being in flow and um, the cyclical nature of the feminine and it's like I mean I'm my passion is tantra so I've got a lot of like um, uh, on my vision board I've got a lot of like tantric um, kind of inspirations but it can really be anything so yeah like I feel like that's um if you've got a creative idea you know like sit with it ask yourself is is it aligned with your passion is it aligned with where you want to go if you're going to talk to people about it be careful who you talk to um because it can kill your excitement which you don't want to do three take baby steps, inspired actions towards it. Four, think about even using a vision board or something where you can um, put images of anything really.
So um, that's the first bit I wanted to talk about creativity. And then the next bit I wanted to talk about was like my feeling on creativity and kind of what I've heard from other people. So this was sparked to me. um, So I was talking to one of my clients recently and she works in philanthropy and like innovation and she's a businesswoman. So she comes at things from like a business perspective and the business perspective is not something that I've like, I didn't realize this about myself, but I have always come at things of more of a creative approach, like, um, kind of more like the feminine approach to things like, uh, manif- manifesting things or, you know, dreaming up things and then seeing them come to fruition in, um, life. But the business approach has always interested me. And I even had this book, um, I'm just going to have a look at what the name is because it, it was really helpful for me during the time. Oh, it's called The Mindful Leader um, by, sorry, I'm just going to have a look here. The Mindful Leader, Leader by Michael Bunting. That was a really amazing book about leadership, organisation and life. And another business book that I read like 10 pages of was, oh, The Personal MBA uh, by Josh Kaufman. And um, and that's because someone had said to me that, um, which is controversial when I was living in London, that, um, uh, yeah, actually I won't go into it now, but it was like around an MBA and the benefits and... Um, kind of positives and negatives of doing an MBA and we were talking about that and then I was like oh cool this book and that was really businessy so I only lasted like 50 pages or something but um I have definitely had an interest in the business side but it hasn't been my passion so when I was talking to her she was talking about um creativity and um and allowing for creativity in business um so And that was really interesting because she was saying that um, a lot of the time there's so many processes and protocols in creativity that it stops the, or sorry, there's so many processes and protocols um, when you're doing business that it stops creative flow. Um, And and so, yeah, like um, she was talking about how... um, how creativity is so important and how they work on it in a business sense and um which is really interesting because it's the opposite really of how um I've used tantra and embodiment practice for creativity so the um creativity can be unleashed like it's like your life force energy so the more energy you have as like running through your body the more creative energy flows so I've actually used more like embodiment practice and um like dancing and like pretty much coming out of the mind into the body unleashing my creativity um doing something completely opposite to my end goal so for example um I I was writing at one point um an e-book let's say I was writing for um yoni eggs 
And it wasn't that I was sitting down reading all these books about yoni eggs, but I was like, what really helped was like dancing and like using my yoni egg lots and um, allowing the flow of my creativity to, um, to inspire me. So that when I came to writing the book, it just kind of all flowed out because I'd been like cultivating so much life force energy. And I think like the lower, the lower chakras, like um, activating your sexual energy through movement and breathing and sound can actually really help with creativity. So, um, you know how they say, like, if you're stuck on an idea, to not just sit there and keep waiting for the idea to come to you, but to go and do something else. And it's in that moment where you're, you know, in nature, going for a walk or dancing or singing or expressing that the block is able to be unleashed and then the creativity can flow again. So I think it's it's not getting stuck on, like... Um, on the end result and oh my god I need to get this done by this amount of time it's like you know because when the creativity is finally unleashed you can finish something so quickly so it's like um what I've done in the last year is really prioritize my own personal practice of um embodiment work and by embodiment I mean like coming into the body um coming into the body dancing singing expressing um moving moving around moving your hips especially the hips that really helps to unleash the energy of the lower chakras so it can really help with um moving energy up and through the body so and that's pretty much like i guess how my pilates has come into a, a lot was um when my hips really unlocked um, from a physical perspective, that actually started to help the my energetic body to start to uh, move as well. So, you know, often if we feel our energy is a bit blocked, instead of just concentrating on breathing, start to just get a bit of movement into the body, do a few stretches, do some movement of your hips or kind of wherever's a bit tight and just, like, move the body and then see what happens. Um... Yeah, so that was the other thing, yeah, I guess that I wanted to talk about was that second bit of, um, yeah, I guess that um, the embodiment practices to create creativity, create creativity, um, versus being in the mind and being creative. Um, So when you're in your mind and you have a creative idea, Often there's some deeper layers if you then feel that in your body. So it's like bringing the idea into your body and seeing how it feels is really helpful to see if you're like a full yes, like not just in your mind, but like in your heart and in your power and in your more like sex center. So, um, yeah, it's like... um, using the like embodying or um using embodiment practices to create creativity and then when you have an idea that maybe more came from your mind like checking and checking in with the body and seeing how the idea feels in your body um and yeah like i yeah i feel like that's what i wanted to share on creativity for now and um, I'd love to hear from you on 
you know, how you create that energy in your body or um, when you get an idea, how you cultivate it. Like, um, do you take small steps and then, um, and then see where it takes you or do you take one big leap? I mean, there's no, there's no harm in taking a big leap, that's for sure. Like, if you have an idea that you really want to do, you can also just metaphorically jump off that cliff and just do it and you know people definitely do that through their lives where they have like a um a a full change of career and they just completely change their life and that's also really inspirational um so yeah thanks for listening and um yeah you can email me at samantha l zimmern at gmail.com i've had a few emails um from from people listening and that's been really beautiful so if you um feel to email me and share your story I'd love to hear from you or you can um find me on Instagram at Samantha underscore Zimmen Z-I-M-A-N okay thanks for listening bye